Petersfield's Shine Radio. The Shine Radio recipe with Noni Needs. This is Petersfield Shine Radio. I'm Noni Needs. What a treat this evening. I'm at the Cricketers. The Cricketers in Steep. It's open for business. And I came to something called a soft launch. And I've come with a few Shine Radio crew and we've been trying the food and enjoying the ambience up here. And I've managed to grab a couple of minutes with the chef because you know me, I like to talk food. Hi, I'm Thomas Glenn Martin Hinsley. Nice. Where's that from? Are you local? I I grew up on Halen Island, went to college at Southdowns and then moved to London after completing college on an apprenticeship scheme. Um, Lived in London for nearly 10 years and came back just before the pandemic and the lockdown. So when you moved to London, were you chefing? Yep. So tell me about that. I started, I won the apprenticeship scheme from Southdowns College uh, to work for the D&D company. What's the D&D company? Uh, D&D, they have about 20 restaurants throughout London. Um, it's, they inherited it or brought it out from Conrad uh, Hilton, I believe, when it was uh, many oh, wow. years back. Um, so I started at the Paternoster Chop House. I'm in Paternoster Square, St Paul's. Worked at the Avenue and then the one, one Michelin star launched in place under Tim Allen in the D&D company. Went, went travelling for a bit, did, did, did some silly things as a young man, um, then came back and I've spent my, most of my, my time at the uh, City Social Restaurant uh, working under Paul Walsh and Jason Afferton in the social company. Um, well, what got you into chefing? I used to bake cakes with my nan. Um, which is, I think, where it all started. Um, I used to bake cakes with her. Um, and what was your favourite cake that you used to bake? Oh, we used her? to always make a Victoria sponge. Really? Yeah. And what was so special about those Victoria sponges? Uh, I mean, I'm sure the cakes were okay. I can't, it's not much the cakes that I really remember. It's just more the memories of cooking with my nan. And how um, old were you? Oh, that's from... Must have been, I think, t- 10 to 12 years old. Yeah, maybe a little bit younger. And how old are you now? Now I'm 32. Oh, wow. So special <laughs> memories. Yeah, very fond memories. Unfortunately, she's not with us anymore. Um, but fantastic memories. And I think that's really where the love for it started. And I wanted to be a pastry chef in the beginning. And I was for a, a brief of, amount of time. Um, but so then, what stopped you from being a pastry chef? It's very exact. It's, it's, very, it's, very. A, it's a lot more science. Um, nothing stopped me. I, I won my position in London and they needed a main kitchen chef and I started off on larder and the veg garnish section um and I just I always said I'd go back to being the pastry chef that I wanted to be but I just found the main kitchen a lot more exciting a lot more variation um and just kind of got caught up in it all and just ran with it so yeah never looked back and did your gran ever taste your food uh not not much of not much of my cooking now no she was very old um she used to cook dinner for us all the time. And it's not only my mum, uh, my nan, but my mum was a massive influence as well. Um, so her, your mum is she still with us? Yes, yeah, she so ate she, here today. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's tasted your food. Yeah, she they 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 are great supporters of everything that I do. They've followed me around. They 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 used to take trips up to London. They've eaten, uh, I believe, every single one of the restaurants that I've worked in. They're your fan club. They are massive supporters of mine. Yeah, um, but yeah, she we're a large family, but she. We would always have freshly cooked meals at home and just a, a, a love of good food and good cooking, I think, has just been there for a long time. So, Tom, this must be very exciting, opening a pub. Have you, You've opened big restaurants before, so 
How does this fit into the scale of what you've done before? It's very different. I, I helped Paul and Jason open the the Biltmore Hotel in Mayfair, um, which was a massive task on its own, but very different to this. Um, I'm more personally involved in a lot of decisions that have been made here um, in terms of kitchen setup and the menu is all mine. There's there's less people involved in it, so you, you do a lot more of the different stuff, do you know what I mean? A little bit of maintenance, a little bit of plumbing, a little bit of electronic, you know, not just the cooking. You kind of get involved in all the, all, all the behind-the-scenes nitty-gritty bits and the you know, washing up and all that lot. So how long have you been involved? Because we've just, the cricketers have just opened this evening as we are sitting here talking. Yeah. How long does it take to think about putting the menus together? What are you going to cook? What's how? Take me through that. Yeah, I accepted the job six weeks ago, I believe. Yeah, so it's, it's been a it's been a quick one due to the maintenance of the kitchen overrunning. Our scheduled opening date has been pushed back a little bit, and that's kind of we've had to condense what I wanted to do in a couple of days instead of a couple of weeks in terms of menu testing and variety. But we'll catch up with that. Um, so if you return to the cricketers in a couple of weeks, the menu will look similar but very different in terms of lunch menu, dinner menu and a bar snacks menu. So there'll be a lot more variety. Um, not to say that there isn't at the moment. I feel that like the menu that we've produced is... I think it's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We had to make some decisions and um, we're, we're opening with um, an amalgamation of or a mixture of my lunch and a la carte ideas um, to hopefully give a nice variety and a, an idea of the food that I will be cooking. So give me a, f- a, f- a few ideas of the dishes. That what, you've got. What, the, to, that will be coming on? Yeah, or I, that are on at the moment. So the things that we that will be coming on um, will be the, the fresh pasta dishes. Um, in terms of the mise en place and the, the setting up with that, I couldn't do that and, and execute it in the way that I wanted to in the space of time that I've had. The fresh pasta ravioli dishes and is, is the one that will be coming on um, next. I tried the gnocchi this evening. That was delicious. Yeah. So it's homemade. We are concentrating on making as much as we can in-house um, and just going back to good grassroots cooking. We're trying to make our own, we have made our own bread, we made the focaccia, we're going to make our own burger buns, we make our own gnocchi, we'll make our own pasta. Piccalilli. Piccalilli. That's, that's homemade piccalilli, yeah. We're looking to make everything as much as we can, um, you know, within the constraints that we have, mainly the size of the kitchen and, you know, with the right organisation and preparation, you can, I believe strongly that we can do. of everything in the house. And what's your favourite thing to cook? My favourite thing to do is is to make pasta. Where did that love come from? (laughs) It came through a hardship of being on the pasta section at City Social, which wasn't my strongest section. Hats off to Vendorish and Aaron, if they ever listen to this, for teaching me the pasta section. But after getting my head round it, I found it very enjoyable. Um, Almost therapeutic at six o'clock in the morning, overlooking London, making tortellini. Which is, yeah, great memories. Um, that must be lovely. It was. It's a great view from the tower at City Social. <laughs> but, yeah, bringing that here, and it's... it's Every time I do it, I've, I've done it in my previous pub that I was running, um, and when you show them skills and transfer them skills over to someone, they really appreciate it. It's something that not a lot of people do anymore, or, you know, make sure they find the time to do. Um, it's a skill that you can quite easily learn. The recipes aren't hard. It's just a bit of trial and error and, you know, a bit of love and care and everything that you're doing. 
So when you teach that to someone that I have, you can really see when they when they get their they get the hang of it and they make you know the nice shaped tortellini or ravioli or whatever you're doing. It's an it's an absolute pleasure to to cook them, to serve them, and to see it all go through. So give me an. Can you give us a little quick recipe of what how you make a little bit of homemade pasta? Something simple. Oh, I don't know if I can give away the recipe because. It's... No, just... <laughs> A basic recipe, not your Well, own. It's, it's eggs, egg yolk and double, double zero pasta flour and a pinch of salt and some olive oil. We make ours in a, in a KitchenAid or, or RoboCoop. You can obviously make it by hand the traditional way. Let the pasta dough rest and then, you know, through the machine, um, trying to make it as evenly flat as possible. And then, yeah, however, we, whatever you're doing, you can cut your shapes out. This is That's the thing, there's so much variety. and it's, What's your favourite to make? I do like the, a nice little tortellini. tortellini. Yeah, just oh, I think. What's your favourite filling? Well, the prawn and scallop filling oh, really? from from this is this is from a previous restaurant from City Social, um, was amazing. Um, I can't take credit for that, but it's it was yeah very nice. So we're going to see that here. They're similar, but not not. I can't you know. I'm gonna, I'd like to make my own um, variations very, and yeah yeah. yeah. Using the produce that we're using now, which is fantastic. Um, I, you know, today I was talking about making a, a, a braised beef shin pampadeli with uh, my sous chef, because uh, we, we're using hoggett and ball butchery near Southampton. The, the the beef is just outstanding, and we're serving some shin on the mo- in the menu at the moment with the sirloin, um, a little nose to tail dish that we've created, and it's just fantastic. Um, so I, was, I enjoyed I was, the pork belly. Yes, that that was that, that was very popular tonight. Thank you very much. Um, Yes, again, I, a lot of that is just down to the fantastic produce that we're, we're getting in through the door. And I had the Isle of Wight Heritage Tomatoes. Yes, fantastic. Now, I, what's so special about Isle of Wight Tomatoes? Oh, you'd have to ask them how they grow it. I don't know. All I know is that they taste absolutely amazing. When, 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 and it, makes, it just makes... This is what we're trying to celebrate here. We're trying to go back to, you know looking around us closely around us at what what we do here in this country especially in this county and you know it's 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 fantastic produce at your doorstep um and you know there's there's lots of issues at the moment worldwide and you know everyone's everyone's in the same boat in terms of money and you know looking air miles to food and everyone's you know everyone's waking up to um what goes into the processes of of creating dishes and food and to go back to looking at, at your own doorstep and looking local and supporting local suppliers is, is very important because if we don't do it then they won't be here for much longer which is very unfortunate. Tell me about when the Cricketers is open. Do you know when? Because you're opening for breakfast as well. Yep, breakfast, lunch and dinner. Oh, young. So, <laughs> yeah. so are you going to serve some bacon sarnies? I mean, slowly, 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 piece by piece. Um, we, we, we will open for breakfast for the public from nine o'clock um, and there will be a continental style breakfast on offer to start with. But we, we want to be a part of the community and a hub of the community as well here in Steep. So in terms of, you know, cake, coffee mornings for, for young mothers, that's something that's come up quite a lot as they would like a place that's easy to access you know with the car park and where we are situated um which is one thing that we we would love to to have them involved and to come here and you know spend the morning chatting away having some fresh cakes some coffee some tea um we we want we want to be part of the community so we you know we're going to out we're going to reach out to the locals and you know we're going to listen to their voices of what they want and 
yeah, we've, we're gonna, we, we'd like to offer a lot of variety. Our bar stacks menu is going to be available all day. We're going to make our own um, pies in-house and, like, you know, little homemade sausage rolls and different flavoured pork scratchings that we can play around with. Um, and that'll be available all day for people to just drop in, maybe have one. So actually, you're just going to be open from, what, 9 o'clock in the morning until what time at night? Well, breakfast for guests will be from 8. So um, eight. from 8 till... Whenever. Till whenever it closes. Long yeah. days. Yeah, but looking forward to it. Yeah, we've got. I've got. I've. I've managed to find a great team, um, and yeah, it's a little bit by little bit we'll piece it together, and um, hopefully we'll have something to offer to everyone in the community and from outside the community. We're trying to build a, a destination to come to where you can stay. So you. Oh yes, you've got some rooms. Yeah, we as have well, some lovely you? renovated rooms as well. They are very very nice. Oh, Tom. Thank you very much for talking to me. I'm going to come back and try more of your food and I'll report back to the Shine Radio listeners. Or, even better, come up and taste it yourself and let me know what you think of the cricketers. Thank you very much. That was Tom Glen Martins Hinsley talking to me at the Cricketers Arms and he's laughing at me right now trying to get his name right. Go check it out. Noni Needs and the Shine Radio Recipe. Get all the details at shineradio.uk. Join Shine Radio and dozens of quality stalls at the Petersfield Spring Festival. It's got everything from close-up magic and balloon modelling to fancy dress for princesses and classic cars. Live music brings the square alive. There's food and drink all weekend long and loads to do for the kids. You can even try your hand at reading the local news with Petersfield Shine Radio. The Petersfield Spring Festival, all bank holiday weekend. 